You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio is here. It's like you're speaking another language. I really this, have no idea. This is the best start to my birthday week ever. <laughs> I mean, but Greg, but, the owls are not what they seem. Yeah, see, what is what the hell does that mean? Also, that gummy like will come back in style. I'm not sure if you're like having uh, some kind of a mental breakdown, <laughs> or if you're actually excited, or if that's even a real thing. I have no way of verifying. There are this. many lessons that can be learned, Greg. I just want to I want to help teach you them on this week of my birth. You're really creeping me out. I know. Today. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network right here out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to. Um, I'm just going to go straight into this because obviously there's going to be no controlling you until we get this out. Sarah is... Sarah is I am, at, at oh, one of those points. I'm going to use the expression, I'm over the moon. Um, I'm over the on moon On the obnoxious today. scale or, or the excitement you scale? You stopped maybe that in my excitement of, scale. Okay, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and explain what it is that you're so excited about? We need to just get this right out. Greg, it was just announced today that 25 years after it went off the air, yes, in 2016, there will be a new nine-episode miniseries slash series of Twin Motherfucking Peaks. Twin Peaks. It's going to take I don't place. That's, the official 20, title. Uh, that's exactly what's called Twin Motherfucking Peaks. It's going to have both David Lynch and Mark Frost. David Lynch is going to be writing and directing every single episode, and Mark Frost, who was the co creator and co writer with him for Twin Peaks, is going to be co writing all of the episodes with him. It's going to take all of the original characters and it's going to set them in present day time 25 years later. Oh my God! I am so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. Sometimes my arms bend back. Okay, now I'm, I'm glad you're excited. I'm glad you're excited about this. Same actors, same actors. I do have to say, I mean, myself, I attempted to watch Twin Peaks before. It, I, it doesn't doesn't work for me. Don't really get it. Kind of found it really slow and boring. Um, but here's the thing. How I, many episodes did you watch? You watched it, you thought I it was I watched slow. like four or five of them. Oh, well, see, you didn't even get to the meat of it. How many do I have to watch? You've How many episodes a... am I supposed to give it before I'm like, eh, no, I don't like Oh, really quick, like there it. is a burning question. This is very important that I address this. Someone's asking uh, Edward saying, should I watch Fire Walk With Me before or after the series? Do not watch it before the series. No, no, no. You watch that after the series. What's that? What's Fire Walk With Fire Me? Fire Walk With Me is uh, the prequel that came out after the series had wrapped, but there, it says like everything that basically happened in the series, even though it's filmed after it, it's a prequel. Before Laura Palmer's You've killed. already lost me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. And on top of that, all of the ridiculous quotes. So this is obviously the Twin Peaks music that's playing behind us right now. I mean, the thing, the thing for the me theme, is... Uh, it's a theme for me. And Twin I don't want to take away from your excitement or happiness. And we know a few Twin Peaks fans. I know you and Scott Daly are Scott Daly and I have been having obsessed. a text message marathon this morning. Okay, but Twin Peaks... I can tell how excited Scott Daly is, too, because he doesn't use a lot of profanity, and he was using profanity in his text messages. He's like, holy shit, oh my god. <laughs> See, Twin Peaks people, they're, they're, it's a certain kind of person. No, careful. Because their excitement level is so over the top, but they don't... They, they want It's almost like they want everybody to know and put it in your face. It's kind of like an in-your-face fandom. Where it's like they want everybody I to don't like want, it as much. I don't care if you don't appreciate it. I'm excited for me. I don't give a shit if somebody hasn't watched it. I don't. I really don't care what people like or dislike. It's never affected me. I, I like what I like. That's why mm-hmm. I'm so excited about it. Well, no, and that's fine. Well, why don't we bring on our super secret guest here? Because well, should I just I'm, bring him on with this? Maybe I'll bring him on with uh, Falling. There we go. 
I don't know what what's that mean. Uh, this is the version uh, that has the words. Oh, what is her name? Why am I blanking on her? How is this different than the other version? Here, how about I'll do Audrey's dance? There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining <laughs> Fun Employment Radio right now, Mr. Aaron Duran. Oh, hello, Aaron. You no, know, eventually I should do a I should do a Twin Peaks drive time. Oh my God, I have. Yeah. Okay. I have I have all the music. Let me get the very basics here because it, I watched like four or five episodes. I tried to understand it and I still didn't. It's a murder I, mystery. Like at its core, that's what it is. Okay, so it's a murder mystery. It takes place in a small town in Washington. Mm. Although here's my one here's one thing I have oh with my this. God. Okay. Because like I did watch the, not coming out. I, watched, I know, right? I watched four or five episodes, and at the beginning, the, oh, so what's the name of the town? Is it Twin Peaks? It's Twin Peaks. That's the name of the town. So they. Oh, are you going to talk about the? Oh, I know explain. exactly what you're going to talk about. So Having grown annoying. up in the Northwest, they they put it as this like quaint, tiny little town of sixty thousand people. It's fifty one thousand, Greg. Fifty one thousand. That is a metropolis in the Northwest. That would be ranked in like the top, probably at least the top ten biggest cities in Washington. No, that's, that's easily. That's, that's really Beaverton. not that big. Yeah, that's big for the Northwest. That's huge. And that they portray it that's as this like, tiny in little... in the Northwest. No, they, they portray it as this tiny little like backwoods town where nobody knows where it is and everybody you know no, nobody really hangs out. It's a real small high school. That's not what the case would be if it were a 51,000-person city in the Northwest. It's not really that small of a high school because even though it is in Twin Peaks and it was filmed in North Bend in Washington, it is uh, set closer to the Canadian border because that's what... Uh, it is a very busy like logging and commercial town. 51,000 people. You take the side of Beaverton and put it up there, that is enormous. That wouldn't happen. It doesn't exist. That's just my one I think one Twin Peaks thing. is bigger than you think it is, because you haven't watched the whole series. There are a lot of different characters and people. Yeah. Just because it focuses on a small group of them doesn't mean there aren't a lot of other people living Didn't, there. Uh, what's his name passed away, though, a couple years ago? Yeah. The little person. Yeah, he did, and so did um, Pete Martell. Samson yeah. did? Yeah. Samson from Carnival? Yeah. Mm. Oh, And man, he has the great awesome. scene, he has the great part in an X-Files episode. With where all the freaks go to stay in the off season in Florida, oh. and he's the one who's not part of the sideshow. He's the hotel management guy. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that guy was was awesome. In I don't know. I really think you'd like it. All of the girls in it are beautiful. Okay, here's something. I guess I could see how I would be. But they excited. don't get naked, Sarah. They yeah, don't get naked. Yeah. Oh gosh. And trust me, they're not all beautiful. Oh wait, Showtime. That means boobies. That's true. Cheryl and Fenn. You would. Oh, Cheryl and Fenn. Oh. She shows her boobies, not but in, only in Firewalk with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna there say, are, this was on there ABC. Are other, there are other films if you wish to see Sherilyn Friend Noon that you can take I, care of. I don't even know who that is, but okay. I'm, I'm going to trust that I would probably like to see her topless. So there's there's that. Oh, her. Oh, she's in Ray Donovan. Yeah. She's she's in Ray Donovan this season. That's okay. Spoiler. That, well, it's not really a spoiler. She plays uh, Hank Azaria's wife. Okay. She's, oh. she's freaky in that. All right. Anyway. All right. So sorry. Just, uh, just for clarification, your little guy's still alive. Samson? Yeah. Samson's still oh, alive. He passed away. It was Bob who died. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and here's here's the one way though I can kind of understand your excitement a little bit. I will say this: if Carnival came back and finished the seasons that they had started, because it was supposed to be I think five or six seasons, five, five. They yeah. only did two, and then ended it at like the worst possible time <laughs> ever. Such bullshit. With just wide open storyline, no conclusion at all, and they just cut it. If they came back and redid all of and like continued on with Carnival. Then I would be super yeah. excited. You'd be excited. I would be way excited. God, that way you're so yes. mad. Well, because that's yeah. kind of the way Twin Peaks ended. I'm not going to say anything because I know a lot of people probably watch it within the next year to be able to, you know, keep up on it. Like, you know, like who killed Laura Palmer and everything. But I mean, the way it ended, it was such a shitty ending that, uh, you know, it was like uh, so many loose ends and didn't really yeah. make a lot of sense because a lot of it is because there wasn't a lot of attention paid to the second season after they had the reveal of Laura Palmer, you know, finding out who killed her. Then they kind of went into the second season 
not really caring because they both had so, separate projects that right, they were working yeah. on. It starts off with Laura Palmer being murdered. She's like a high school student, right? They find her Just on the beach the wrapped in plastic. The basics, because a lot of people do Sarah's not, have not Sarah's, seen Sarah's, no, your birthday suit. Yeah. Your Halloween. My Halloween right. costume. <laughs> so basically what happens is Laura Palmer's a very popular girl in high school. Uh, she um, she's, she's super popular. She's leading this double life that nobody knows about. So uh, Pete Martell ends up walking on the beach one day and finds a big plastic bag and opens it and Laura Palmer's there wrapped in plastic. She's been murdered. Okay. Let's name also the name of the fanzine, by the way, wrapped in plastic. And uh, so basically the whole thing (laughs) is trying to figure out who killed Laura Palmer. So uh, Special Agent Dale Cooper, who's played by Kyle McLaughlin, comes into town to investigate this because it's tied to another um, murder that's very similar to it. Uh, and so they try to find out exactly like what's going on in this creepy town of Twin Peaks. So it's almost like super, it's supernaturally a little bit. Um, but it's also like a weird ass TV show and a, a super good murder mystery and lots of like sex and drugs and, and okay. all kinds of stuff. See, th- it reminds me, the fandom of Twin Peaks reminds me of people who are super fans of Buffy, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I didn't watch. I'm not saying anything bad about it, but I just no, have the, no idea. The ones that are crazy, it. like you think Twin Peaks fans are going crazy? Yeah. If for some reason, like Joss Whedon announced that Firefly was coming back, <laughs> right. that would shut down the fucking internet. Like the overload... That would crack the internet in half. See, I, I'm going to be honest. And maybe this is revealing too much. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. What is Firefly about? It's uh, Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys. Okay, well, see, down that, then that, maybe I would like that. Truckers in Space. That's what it is, but it's through Whedon's kind of... See, that's everyone's. Wow, you just made that sound like the most desirable show ever to get. Space Cowboys. Space you Cowboys, Cowboys space. done. Yeah, no, they're, fl- they're flying around in space, and then they go to planets that, like, Earth got ruined, so they had to colonize the rest of space. Okay. And you go out at, like, literally a planet, like, they'll have rocket ship and laser guns, but... Like, they'll also have to, like, ride horses. Okay, it's being noted by uh, someone who knows me pretty well, my taste in television, Keelan, in the chat. He said, no, you won't like Firefly, Greg. No, it's too cute and snarky. You won't like it. Okay, probably. I like it, but I'm not crazy. It Mm -hmm. doesn't... I don't think it's... It's not like the best thing you've ever seen. I'm that way with almost all Whedon properties. Mm -hmm. I I can enjoy them, but not, like, lose my mind when someone says his name. And this is one of those things, too. Like, you guys are being... Like, Sarah, you're not, like, putting me down for not having watched Twitter. No, no. But there are fans of Twin Peaks and a lot of these shows that just look disgusted when you haven't watched it. Like, <laughs> how could you not watch that? Like, oh my god. Like with Firefly 2 and and, uh, and especially Buffy fans. Buffy fans, the hardcore ones. And again, if you're a big Buffy fan, whatever. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't be. But putting people down for not watching it, that mm. kind of stuff, will instantly make me not want to watch. Well, the show. see, one of the things I don't talk about how much I love Twin Peaks a lot because it's so divisive. Like some, a lot of people think it's just stupid or they don't get it, mm-hmm. or people love it. There's, there's like no in between. It's not like the hierarchy. Like people are basically like David Lynch is too weird. He's weird for no reason. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people think that David Lynch doesn't have a purpose for a lot of the things that like for the symbolism and stuff. Which is fine. I know I don't I don't like it when people get self righteous about like a TV show. It's right. like, come on. Yeah. Everyone can like what they want to like. Yeah. And I like Twin Peaks and, and yes, I'm so you do. excited. <laughs> oh my god. Well, congratulations. I was I was honestly jumping up and down. Greg saw it. He's like, What is going on over there? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then the random quotes, that part I I, I really don't get. I Damn fine assuming. coffee. There's a fish in the percolator. What? Mm. I've already been invited to two like weekly coffee and pie parties when it goes on the air. Oh my god. I'm not even the biggest Twin Peaks fan. Like, I can appreciate it. It didn't resonate with me. Mm. I might try yet again to go back. Because I've watched a full series twice now. And it still hasn't clicked with. I can get it, but it's not yeah, I'm going to try it again. I think you should. Yeah. No, I'll try One it again. One of the coolest things I ever did was... I hate season two, though. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't bad. even need it. Um, I did get to stay in North Bend years ago. 
Um, I went and stayed at what, what's used uh, to be like the hotel in Twin Peaks and got to see like where the book house was and where all of the like Ron Edwards. That Bridge. sold recently, by the way. Did it? Yeah, because a guy tried to have a Kickstarter so that he could buy it. Oh, really? And then he was going to turn into a Twin Peaks themed bed and breakfast. Oh, my God. That's so. S- I think that thing went for like a million because it's a huge oh, house. Oh, yeah. And he was going to make it a Twin Peaks themed bed and breakfast. Oh, my God. That would have been so it cool. Got, it got somebody else bought ah. it. Ah. Seems like this would be the perfect time to open that up. Hell yeah. Are they coming back? Greg, and there, there are whores in it. There are literal whores. There's a whorehouse. Yeah, but it's on ABC. It's not going to be that not exciting. Not anymore. I mean, you can watch. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't that know if that really That show was me. scarier than you think. It it kept me up at night. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> Something at the foot of your bed? <laughs> oh, I still think about that. Yeah. I still think about That's that. my favorite part. Mm. All right. So shocking shocking, shocking a... no one. That's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a nine-episode series. Yes. Mini like a mini-series. Series, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. Now, if, for everybody you know that is a Twin Peaks fan, you will know why they're freaking out today and why there's random quotes that are make they gonna, no sense. Are they going to acknowledge season two? I think they have to. I mean, because it, it specifically said that they're picking up where they left off. All right. Which that yeah. ending left something to be desired, which I'm, I won't say what it is, but it was a very odd way to end it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know where to go from what, what else we need to contribute. That's, all, that's all I just want to talk about. It's just very exciting. It's a very exciting start to my birthday week, Greg. Okay. Mm-hmm. Greg, did I tell you that it's my birthday this week? <sighs> it is your birthday week, and I actually brought you something because I will not be here on your birthday. So I have to celebrate Sarah's birthday today. So oh, I don't, I don't know what the rules say about that, Greg. Oh, it's birthday week. Greg yeah. totally it's, said it was okay. It's not birthday week. Yep. But in this instance, because you're not going to be here on the actual birthday, then yes, that's that's allowed to to give the present early. So you get to celebrate your birthday today as well, then. Oh no. my goodness, that's what no. I'm saying. Like for no, part of my gift to you way. is I want you to enjoy this entire day as a birthday day. Mm. All right, see, that's part of Aaron's that's gift. That's violating the rules. No, it isn't no. because if he's gifting it to me as he my birthday gift, he then doesn't that's have what it the is. power to gift that. No one is above the rules. Like he has the power to gift you his present. But not the entire day. He can't grant you the entire day of going out and then telling everybody it's your birthday. No. It's, well, it's too late. I've already been doing that. <laughs> I've already told three people that I'm going on the show today to celebrate Sarah's birthday. Mm-hmm, it's so true. The rules are the rules. That is a rule. I mean, it's if he's told other rules. people No, it. that is not part of the rules. I'm just saying it's a violation. But nonetheless, yeah. what? What? Uh, so you, you brought something for I Sarah? I did. So for, I've made – it's almost become a tradition now that I find Sarah a T-shirt almost every year. <laughs> so I have yet again found her a shirt. This is something you have mentioned for years, and you've never gotten around to getting one. Oh my God, I'm so I don't know. So now you finally have one. Hopefully, it fits you because they don't make them for women. Okay. So, but happy birthday! <sighs> Thank you. It's Aaron. so weird, but you have mentioned this. I <gasps> think since Rick show. Oh being my to God! Her. <laughs> it's a Mr. Plywood shirt. <laughs> oh my God! Mr. Plywood is a chain here in town of a plywood store. Shockingly. <laughs> And she always mentions when she sees like a bumper sticker or she's like, I really need a Mr. Plywood shirt. Oh, Aaron, that's so nice of you. Oh, this will totally fit. Cool. Oh, my God. Why are you obsessed with Mr. Plywood? I I don't know I just love the sign. I've loved the sign for years. And I love how their bumper stickers say, uh, got wood. Got wood or I heart wood. (laughs) And I heart wood, yeah. Yeah, because they're right across from Mr. Beats, who's the other one. The, oh, the car wreck. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah beats. Uh-huh. Everyone Thank likes you beats so much. Oh, that'll fit perfectly. I can already <laughs> tell. I have to use one of Jen's uh, t-shirt rendering yeah, ideas. Yeah, she can help yeah, me no, do I it. Yeah, no, I popped in there and like, what could I do for it? I was like, 
actually need one of your t-shirts. <laughs> I need a Mr. Plywood t-shirt. <laughs> My friend t-shirt. is obsessed with Mr. Plywood t-shirts since I've known her and she's never had one. <laughs> I do love Mr. Plywood. <laughs> that is awesome. Thank you, Aaron. You're welcome. Oh, that is and, so thoughtful of you. Well, Aaron, you're not going to be here because you're going to be in New York. <laughs> yeah, I am flying out tomorrow evening for New York. New York uh, City. Yeah, going to the New York Comic Con. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Have yeah, you I'll ever been? there a week. Have you ever been to that I one before? To that show? No, yeah. I've never been to it. Uh, apparently, it's on par with San Diego in terms of size now. It's huge. Wow. Like 100,000 people are going to be at this show. It'll be nuts. Where is it at in New York? Uh, Somewhere. The Jarvis Center? Is that in Manhattan? Or? Yeah, like it's right in the city. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so it starts Wednesday afternoon. Oh, man. It was Wednesday. No, wait. It starts Thursday. So we set up it on Wednesday. We're getting in. I'm all complicated. We're leaving tomorrow night, Matthew Clark and I. We're getting in at like 7 a.m. New York time Wednesday. Setting up, like, we'll take, like, a power nap, and then we're going to set up his booth on Wednesday, and then it's open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Dang. Um, and on those nights, there's some things we're going to do in the evening that we're kind of planning. Like, there's this place, I think it's called Speakeasy or Hidden Bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, once you find out, they give you a card and a, with an address on it and a phone number. And the location is, like, usually, like, some shitty little diner or, like, deli somewhere. Nice. Not even the size of this studio. You go in there and you say, hey, I've got this phone number. And they'll point to like a phone or a pay phone. You call it like when the time you're supposed to show up, like be there at 7 p.m. You call that number. He says, hi, I'm at whatever. This is my name. 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay, hold, please. And then it hangs up and then a door opens and you go back into a bar. Oh, that's awesome. And every six months they change locations. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You do have to go to my favorite bar. It's like my favorite dive bar in New York. If you have some time to run around. Okay. It's called Welcome to the Johnsons. <laughs> it is awesome. It's made uh, inside to look exactly like a 70s basement. That sounds kind of cool. It's pretty amazing. All the furniture is just like ragamuffin tattered, like 70s furniture. You can just get a whole bunch of like shitty beers. I think you can get malt liquor there. Nice. Yeah. And it's it's really cool. It has this big wooden sign on the front that says, Welcome to the Johnsons. And it looks That'd like a basement. That would be cool. There's yeah, that so place. I'm, there's also the 169 bar. That's the one I recommend too. It's in right. Chinatown. It's just a dirty. Oh, check it out. Dirty crap hole. But I mean, it's like $5 for a shot and a beer. Nice. And you just That'll be there. good because I'm going there on a, on quite the budget. Yeah. It's a, it's a good. <laughs> for, surprisingly, like normally, a lot of prices in New York are, of course, expensive, but you can get good drink specials. Yeah. Like well, five you know bucks what to for do. a shot and a beer. You can survive pretty well in New York if you yeah. know what to do. And their pool table has uh, leopard print. So that's awesome. awesome oh, you should go to McSorley's. <laughs> you have to. I'm sorry. McSorley's is like the oldest bar in New York and oh, they yeah. only serve darker light beer. I've been to McSorley's before. Oh, my God. I yeah. love that place so much. They didn't let women in until like 30 years ago, I Dude. think. Yes. No, but it's awesome. Gotta keep like, those vaginas It's kind of cool. I'm going to get to see all the people that I work with at Newsarama that I've never met. Oh, so I'm going to cool. hang out with them, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, the hotel we're staying at, I forgot the name of it now, but it's catered. It's technically considered a hostel. Mm. It was built like in the 1930s, and it got remodeled about 10 years ago, and it only caters... I mean, anyone can rent there, but it really caters to like writers and artists, because every room, every six months, gets completely redone by a new artist. Like, they bring an artist to do whatever they want, okay. and every six months, they change the room. Now, do you have a private room, or is it a bunk bed, like, hostel style? Uh, Matthew and I have a private room, so we have like a full couch, like a queen bed, so we'll just okay. swap, mm. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um... I think it's like every third bathroom, so we'll be sharing it with somebody else. But yeah. That's not a big deal. I've that's done not that. bad that's at all. Bad. Yeah. No. Uh, three of the rooms, they've never changed. There are three rooms that were designed by Banksy, and those rooms, they don't change. Um, so I don't know what room we're getting, but for like a week, I'm only spending like 320 bucks. Really? To live in New York for a week. <laughs> that's <laughs> Together. So, so like 750 for two of us. 
for seven nights in New York. That's basically. amazing. That's a really good yeah. deal. And I guess we're only like a 10-minute metro ride from the convention center. Very cool. Oh, yeah, you're going to so have such a good time. And I think oh, we're it's gonna still go visit- muggy there, isn't it, though? Is it a little uh, warm? Yeah, it might be. But we're here indoors most of the time. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're going to pop by DC while DC Comics is still there. Yeah, before uh, they move. A, yeah, because they're moving to Burbank. Uh, by May of next year, they'll be all the way on the. They'll be completely on the West Coast. Wow! And because we're dorks, we're going to hop on the bus and we're going to go to Red Bank, New Jersey, and go to Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stage. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> we kind of have to. It's like a nerd mecca now. Uh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. No, I'm really looking forward to it. Like, I'm nervous also because there's like cons for me are 25 percent goofing off, 75 percent like working. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little nervous about trying to you know get meetings and whatnot, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, you'll have a great time. Yeah, I'm jazzed for it. I'm so jealous. Oh, now all I'm thinking about is going to New York. What are the big announcements that are supposed to be there? Are, are there any like um, that you know of? Like, not that I know of. New York or? is where a lot of the big comic announcements happen. San Diego <laughs> is like where all the movie and TV announcements happen. Gotcha, New okay. York's kind of the one that's still... F- I mean, it's going to have just a shit ton of celebrities or whatever. But New York's still pretty publishing-focused. Because um, okay. for the most part, that's where publishing happens still in the country yeah. is New York. Right. Um, although by next year, Marvel Marvel's already... Pre- they'll have an office in New York. But Marvel Entertainment is all West Coast now because of Disney. Yeah. DC's moving basically in the Warner parking lot in Burbank. So it'll be interesting to see how that all transitions. But um, it'll still be cool to go to their... You know, I've never been to the new building. I visited the D.C. building back when I was, like, um, in between... Right before my freshman year of high school, I took a trip mm-hmm. to New York with a, co- with a class there. And I uh, I got into the and got into the D.C. headquarters and got a quick little tour. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was back when, when you walked in. As soon as you when, you... when you came off on the floor there, the minute you opened the elevator, the entire wall was painted to look like a Gotham skyline. <laughs> I remember you saying that when I went to yeah. New York. And, and then if you went around, it turned there. into Metropolis, and on the ceiling was Superman swooping over in Metropolis. And yeah, it was Okay, sweet. that's pretty awesome. That's <laughs> badass. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of fun things to yeah, do. Yeah, it'll be good. I won't be back until next Wednesday. Oh, shoot. So I am so... Oh, so that means oh I God. won't be on Geek and Radio for the next two shows. Dang. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. I don't watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm sure they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Awesome. Well, should we do uh, go to a little bit of World of Crazy? Yeah, I can't read. I'm like, where are you going? I'm here. You know, I love a good story anytime there's the word poopatrator. That's my first one. Hello, my friends. Wow. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Oh, gra- attention Aaron Duran. Oh. Are you planning on renting any bicycles when you're in New York City? No. Okay, well if you did, <laughs> or if anyone you were with. Wait, will help the story? Yes. I'm just saying, if you want no, to, I'm I mean, not. maybe you you might want to write, you don't want to ride a bike around there. Uh, well, if you did. There's a poopatrator on the loose <laughs> in New York City smearing feces. On the rental bikes that you can get there called <laughs> city bikes. Oh, Shitty bikes, no. you mean? Shitty hey. bikes. Ow, boo, boo, boo. That's right. Yes, a man toting a bag full of feces was seen on surveillance camera footage, reaching into the bag and then smearing excrement onto the seat of every city bike locked in a city bike docking station in Midtown this past weekend. He had a sack of feces pieces. Your shit puns are like out of control, dude. I don't know. Some, some good stuff. Yeah. Some good shit. It's explosive, <laughs> that. It's embarrassing. 
Uh, a superintendent for the um, for the nearby building made the discovery at about 8.30 a.m. this past weekend uh, when he ended up walking by all of the city bikes lined up in a row. Then uh, they're right next to the Broadway musical uh, where Kinky Boots is playing, so a lot of people will just ride the bikes there and go and see it. Yeah. What the hell is Kinky Boots? It's uh, Cindy Lauper's musical. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I know so the this guy is- had the bag... And witnesses saw him. Did he have gloves on? Or was witnesses didn't see him. They just ended up. Uh, they saw the feces on the bikes, and then they ended up going to look at surveillance footage, and they found him. Uh, so they found him doing this with his bag of feces about one twenty-five a.m. on Saturday morning. So uh, the guy who saw this happen, well, as soon as he saw the video of this happen, uh, he reported it to City Bikes op- uh, operator, New York City's Bike Share. Um, however, he reported about 9 a.m. in the morning. They didn't get there till 5 p.m. to clean it, which means people were taking the bikes without knowing that the seats actually had nice. dried feces on them. What that's some it? commitment. What, what does he have against the bike company? I don't know. Maybe yeah, he got like, like fired personal. or something? Like a political statement? Or is, I mean, yeah, or is it a personal thing against them? Also, I mean, how many bikes is that? Because looking at the picture of it, it looks like quite a lot of bikes. You'd need a lot of, a lot of feces to cover all those bikes. He had a bag. I mean, did he collect like a, it? Like was it his bag? own? It said he had a did bag. Did they determine whether it was human or dog? Or? Toting a bag full of feces. That's what it said. A mixed maybe bag th- of feces? Maybe that's what happened with poops on poops. <laughs> maybe he moved to New York. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that is a that is a committed that's a committed man right there. <laughs> oh. All right. So anyway, that's what's happening. So good thing you're not running bikes because you no. might be covered. In we might feces. go to a show, but it, it probably won't be kinky boots. Honestly, and you, we'll walk. When you ride mm-hmm. the subway, in your, I just assume everything's covered in feces. That's true. Kind of Mostly everything fluids. is. Yeah, just wash your hands obsessively. <laughs> obsessively that's, wash your hands. That's, that's great that's advice. A, that's about all you can do. <laughs> you're gonna be. T- you're gonna touch some feces if you're in New York. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Hooray! Yeah, <laughs> feces for everyone. I've had camping weekends with pirates. There's really nothing New York can throw at me <laughs> that I haven't been covered in before. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. There you go. <laughs> Uh, next up in the news, a Bosnian grandmother is claiming that now she can cure ailments by licking people's eyeballs due to her magical saliva. Oh, that sounds sounds logical. Bosnia, that's so your far, people, yeah. Greg. Yeah, so uh, well, it's people I like. Yeah. 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 Well, Bosnian grandmother is claiming she has a new miracle uh, miracle cure for uh, everything from dry eyes to eye infections. Yes, that's her tongue. Her name is Hava Sebik. Says she can cure all manner of eye problems with just one lick. Ew. Mm. Sweeping away anything. Uh, from a splinter of wood. Ew, a splinter of wood in your eyeball? Who gets that? splinters in their eyes? I don't know. There's um, a, well, I mean, the pe- more concerning thing is what... Are, yeah, but, I mean, the, really, the more concerning thing is what are you doing that you're getting a splinter in your eye? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Uh, from a splinter of wood in your eye to... Uh, Infections in your eyes. So her name's, uh, of course, Mrs. Seebeck. Uh, she's 77 years young, has been helping her neighbors and friends with their eye problems for over 40 years, but now she's claiming that word has gotten out about her magical saliva, and people from nearby towns and villages are flocking to her in hopes that her tongue can cure their ailment. Wow, that's a good gig, I guess. She claims a quick dab of Although- her special saliva can cure allergies, dry eyes, and conjunctivitis, and can even reduce the symptoms of more serious conditions like cataracts. Now, does she actually lick the eyeball, or is it like she collected sp- Bit in a jar and you throw that in your eyes. She licks or? their eyeballs. She Ew. licks their eyeballs. Yeah. How much does she charge? Uh, doesn't say how much she charges. However, it says uh, she reassures the squeamish who are afraid of you know sharing diseases and all sorts of you know other things with, that would probably come with licking somebody's eyeball. Yeah. That she always douses her tongue in alcohol before and after eye licking, which she says will prevent infection. Now, she discovered her tongue's mysterious healing properties when she was a little girl growing up in a small village in northern Bosnia. 
Now, as a joke, she pinned down her brother and licked his eyeball after he was complaining about dry eyes. Now, after that, he said that he was able to see better, and she realized that she had a magical gift. A magical tongue. I get that a lot. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> people in chat are offering to lick people's eyeballs in the chat. I don't think, uh, think anybody really wants that. Maybe somebody does. I mean, how much are they? Well, remember, to pay for eyeball looking yeah. was all the rage in uh, Japan. Yeah, weren't they licking eyeballs in mm-hmm. Japan when it was spreading disease? Yeah, they're uh, spreading chlamydia styes and yeah. uh, conjunctivitis. Yeah, something like this. Yeah, so the Japanese eyeball licking. So that's not curing. No. Well, maybe Bosnian grandmas have a power that the Japanese just don't have. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Police in Massachusetts say a woman that's been arrested on narcotics charges after hiding heroin and oxycodone pills inside of her prosthetic butt. Wow, okay. Didn't see that ending coming out. Yeah, that's not where I thought it was going to be inside of. I was preparing for vagina because it's Mm. always nature's She had a fake butt that she had packed full of pills and heroin. Is that really a common thing? Do people have like the fake... I don't... More people are lately because butts butts are like... You strap it on or something? It's like a... I, I mean, how does it work? It's just like a seat think, that you I shove think, down there. I think it's like a, a it's like padded uh, underwear. Padded underwear. Yeah, but there are the different new kinds. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a hard shell? Some can be soft? hard. I think it depends on the level of quality. <clears throat> I don't like think you, you can want have, a hard shell butt. I don't think you would. Because then it's like smacking ass with a turtle. Well, yeah, and see, and what's <laughs> the point though? Because ultimately, <laughs> if your goal is to lure a somebody into an intimate situation, aren't they just going to figure that out right away? Like, oh, well, that was blatant false advertising. Well, so is what the Wonder Bra. Yeah, so are bras. Yeah, I guess, to an extent. But this is seems a little bit different. Well, this seems different to me. Well, I mean, I don't think so. Look, how? by the time I'm naked how with him, not? I don't really care. Well, yeah, there's that. I mean, oh, no, you've lied to me about oh, your... Oh, no, I mean, your butt isn't that if big. If somebody's walking around with a fake butt, like, that's what they're advertising. That's their that's their go-to thing. I they're feel like, like Greg's been burned by out. a fake butt yeah, before. Yeah, have you been burned by a fake butt? No, no, I'm just trying to say... <laughs> I mean, if you angle it right, depending on how you're looking at the butt, even if it is fake, you can kind of push it out. Nah, not into the Nicki Minaj thing. But what I'm saying is... Oh, yeah, or that Iggy Azalea. Yeah, it's, well. I mean, it's not my thing, but whatever. I'm just saying that's, that's just false you're advertising. You're not a butt man is what you're saying. I'm not a... Ass I'm man. not a Nicki Minaj type of person. <laughs> He's not I'll an ass that. man. There's there's a variation in there between going full Nicki Minaj. Somebody who's <laughs> somebody who's using a butt prosthetic, they're going full Nicki Minaj style. Like that's different. Do you think there was that's one in like, each cheek? That you know what that is? That's comparable to the women who have like triple H boob implants. It's like nah, it's, it's so you don't like the extremes much. in one way or the it's other. It's not natural looking. Okay. Yeah, but what if you're like a lady? You've got like the top curves and you've got the waist and everything, but then like. Fate was a real, like, just asshole and just gives mm-hmm. you a surfboard on the butt. I mean, I guess, guess to an extent, if it was to make it look somewhere in the normal range, I guess I'm just picturing this, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm picturing this as the full, like... You're picturing, yeah, like, you know, a back, like, Iggy a, Azalea type thing. Like Iggy Azalea grosses me out more than anybody's ever grossed me out. I do not like her. I don't get her at all. I don't either, and that big old, like, that, that thing with, like, the big fake ass, I'm like, I don't understand why you would be like, you have a nice, like, pretty body, and then you pump your ass full of plastic and silicone like you want that big old ass <laughs> did she keep one in each cheek like hey this is my oxycontinone ass this is my oh the drugs yeah. oh I'm sorry I got distracted by all the ass talk alright so her name's Jill Roy 33 years young so she was pulled over and arrested when a bag containing various pills fell from the leg of her pants while she was standing next to a patrol car oh man uh, she also admitted to ownership of a bag of marijuana in the car 
Investigators say uh, that the passenger in the car was also arrested on multiple outstanding warrants. Uh, the arrest report said that Jill Roy was examined by a female officer after she was brought to the station, and the, obs- the officer observed that the suspect's underwear had a hard exterior. The report said that Roy explained the hard exterior was her butt prosthetic. Intended- so it was hard. This is what, That was my question. Was it soft? Yeah, that doesn't or make like, any sense. Like a hard shell. Well, and it must be a hollow hard shell because she had it packed full of heroin and pills. See, and that's why I'm saying I don't understand the point of that. Well, she said, all right, so she, this is what she said. So she, uh, she explained the hard exterior was a butt prosthetic intended for aesthetic purposes. Uh, she was quoted as saying, I don't have a butt, so I wear these and another pair of underwear underneath it to make my butt look bigger. Uh, so she was made to remove the hard-backed underwear, and it was discovered that there was a large bulge in the lower pair of underwear containing two plastic baggies containing over $350 worth of heroin and 13 oxycodone pills. Well, yes, Jill Roy is now being held on felony and misdemeanor narcotics charges because of all the pills in her fake butt. Hmm. Wasn't secured on very well. No, I guess not. Mm-mm. <clears throat> You have to cinch that butt down. I think it's like super glue, or they have like a, a cinching system, like a series of of uh, like straps that you strap it all in. No, or like spirit gum they put on masks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Is it that kind of thing? Because you're, you know, does she have to take it off? I would assume she has to take it off. And you're gonna get butt sweats. Yeah, and then, yeah, then, what, yeah. I would think wearing pla- that's yeah, that would not be comfortable. <clears throat> and how much does it cover? And how do you sit on it? Well, there's that, and how much does it cover? Like, do you have to remove it for certain right. things? That's what oh. I, would, I would assume you would have to. Or is it part of your underwear? Separate cheeks? Or is it part of your underwear? <gasps> they could be separate, like a reverse jockstrap. I'm picturing your- it more like like those seats that are molded for, like, butts and legs. You know, like the hard shell seats on, like, some Tractor buses. seats. Tractor seats, yes. Yep. Like a tractor seat, only you take it mm-hmm. off and you slap it on the back. Maybe, is like, is that what it's like? I don't know. Huh. No dude goes looking for a bigger butt, so... Okay, well, uh, Keelan is in the chat saying, Greg, this isn't pre-industrial era inventions. There's no straps. So, Keelan's familiar with butt If you've been to any store, you everybody's familiar with it. It's something that exists. Like, there are push-up bras, and there are, like, fake butts sewn into underwear now. But this is not what that <laughs> she's talking about. She had a hard shell. That doesn't sound like it's, like, a push-up bra. Top. Maybe it wasn't, yeah. like, very hard, but it was harder than a regular skin butt, you know? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like it was a flexible plastic? Yeah. But it wouldn't have gone knock, 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 like when you hit it. Right. Yeah. I'm well, picturing like... Yeah, I don't know. want that sound when I'm smacking an ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hurt your hand. Exactly. It's a brief In the story. non-fun way. <laughs> it's only three sentences, but these three sentences were worth it to me. On Friday, this past Friday, a U.S. Airways flight from New York to Charlotte, North Carolina, was delayed after a shipment of live crabs escaped the plane's cargo area and started crawling all around the plane. Ugh. Live crabs skittling all over the all over the plane. Oh, that's terrifying. Uh, Flight 890 was scheduled to leave LaGuardia Airport, but instead left an hour later because of some, quote, seafood cargo problems that the (laughs) the airplane was over, but just trying to take care of. Uh, Passengers who were on the plane, of course, since it wasn't in the air, were tweeting about the situation, writing that they were watching crew members forced to round up the live crabs as they skittered around. That would be a definite problem for me. That's kind of a nightmare. Since I kind of take off my shoes sometimes. Not sockless. I'm not, not. Yeah, I always have socks on. Clean socks. You know, they can still bite through your socks. That's what I mean. Click. That's terrifying. Pinch, pinch, pinch. Yeah. I will be leaving my shoes on the entire time. Yes, I probably thank you, will because now. you're a decent human being. That's right. I probably will now. Ugh. 
And finally, Imagine the smell. How bad that smelled. They can't over your feet. My feet smell great. Clean socks, freshly showered. But what I'm saying is, though, the Nobody's smell of crabs walking around that have escaped, that smell had to be off. They'll, oh, never, get, and they'll never get it out of that plane. It will smell like crabs forever. Yeah, hot crabs on a plane. Ugh. <laughs> Mm-mm. Ugh. And finally, I am very, very sorry about this next story. But uh, it's been sent to me by a lot of people. It was from last week, but I didn't get a chance to get to it on Friday. So <clears throat> here we go. Sada Colombia. Honda Colombia. Where? Where? Hon- Honda? Okay. Like Honda. All right. Like my scooter. Okay. Honda Colombia. Workers at a Columbia medical clinic said a woman <clears throat> came into the clinic after inserting a potato into her vagina as means of contraception, which led to the potato growing roots inside of her and coming out of her vagina. Mm. She stuck a potato inside of herself for means of contraception. A potato. Like a full raw potato? A full potato. Staff at the medical clinic in the town of Honda say a 22-year-old unnamed woman came in this past week complaining of severe pain in her lower abdomen. (laughs) After taking a peek, the attending nurse said that she was shocked to discover roots protruding out of the woman's vagina. Ugh. When asked about it, the nurse uh, the nurse asked the patient, and the patient was quoted as saying, My mom told me if I didn't want to get pregnant, I should put a potato up there, and I believed her. Old family tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the nurse says that the potato had been inside the woman for at least two weeks and was growing roots inside of her. Woo. By the time she got to the hospital, nurses could see roots escaping from her vagina. The nurse said the doctors were able to remove the potato without surgery. And they do not expect the woman to experience any long-term oh. effects from the experience. That's that would be a good spot for a potato if it was the kind that could grow. Oh, that's so disturbing. You know, it's warm, dark, kind of gets nutrients in a oh, weird gross, way. Gross, Aaron. Oh that's God, just so gross. There you have it. That's all I have. I couldn't yeah, not do that. There's not much all more right. to say about there that. There you go. That's it's a fallopian crazy. tuber. Oh my god. <laughs> like, what is this crazy woman telling her daughter to stick a potato inside of herself? Maybe it's because well, it's she's it's going be- to her mom for advice on that, which probably isn't the best idea, judging by if this is her judgment of. Yeah. If this is uh, what her mom is telling her to do. For that, imagine. Maybe don't live in a country advice. where the church dictates how you should do stuff, too. Mr. Jenkins pointing out, but she didn't get pregnant, did she? Mom no. was right. That is true, because how far up was the potato? I don't know. It'd have to be up there. A- I mean, I mean, I guess in a weird way, in there. I guess in a weird way, like it would prevent pregnancy because, like, if you know, well, I mean, it would have to be probably. If you don't get your Bogota in like an inch, I'd say it worked <laughs> for this in this instance. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know for sure if it was only like two. Like it's been in there for two weeks. Maybe she is with child and she just doesn't know it yet. It's possible. <gasps> mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. That's. Oh, I don't want to discuss. Ew. Ew. Spud baby. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Let's 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 go on to something else. Need a little bit of ball talk after that. Cleanse the palate with balls. Ew. Don't say cleanse the palate after Aaron was talking about moist potatoes. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. (laughs) Let's talk balls. Balls. 
All right, we're getting out of that. A um, <laughs> couple of big stories here in the world of ball talk. At first is this. I'm just going to say this because of the dollar amount that's attached to it. So the NBA is announcing a nine-year new television contract with ESPN and TNT. So they'll broadcast their games on both of those stations. And the dollar figure on the nine-year agreement is $24 billion. Billion. Damn. $24 billion for nine years. So with that, that's, uh, I mean, it's a tremendous amount of money for each team that's going to end up, uh, that'll end up receiving money from this thing. Starting in the 2015-16 season, it's the largest television contract, I believe, ever for for one of the major sports networks in, uh, major sports franchises in, in the United States. And with that, it's going to fundamentally change how much players get paid. So the, the salary cap, they already said, it's going to increase by a lot. So all the players are going to make more money now which they already make a lot of money. But you're looking at like LeBron James-style contracts where they could be getting you know, upwards of $200 million for a contract. Damn. I mean, ridiculous money. Ridiculous money. So $24 billion just being plugged right into the NBA. Jesus. Over nine years. There we go. Um, I picked the wrong skill set. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's certain mistake. physical limitations. We could have been we... NBA players, Aaron. We chose poorly. Right. Something. I could wet my beak somewhere in that company. That was maybe creepier than anything else you've said today. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know why. What, when he said wetting his beak? Yeah, wet my, wet my beak. Yeah. I, know, I know, and I know what it means, but it's just the way it was said. I'm saying well done. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I could say stuff like, I could root my vagina in that company. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on about that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we got this. Here's something that's actually really cool that has happened. I'll follow that up by something that's not cool. So I talked about earlier this year about Devin Still, who plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. He is the player. He's on the team now. But his his player is the daughter who uh, has cancer. She just had surgery that got rid of the, like, took out the tumor, I believe. And then now she's got to go through further treatment. But during this time, the Cincinnati Bengals have been selling his jersey with 100% of the profits going That's to so cancer awesome. research. You know, and players all around the league, and people have been buying it up like crazy. Now, on top of this, Cincinnati was playing the New England Patriots in New England over this weekend. And the New England pa- Patriots cheerleaders, actually during a break, came out all wearing his jersey. So the opposing team's cheerleaders came out wearing Devin Stills' Bengals jersey, and they played this giant video at their stadium, you know, showing his daughter dancing and, and talking about, you know, how they're going to donate all this money. I Robert, everyone was just bawling. Yeah, it was, well, yeah, and Devin Still, there's images of him crying because he didn't know they were going to be doing it. Mm. And then uh, even the owner of the Patriots donated twenty-five grand himself to the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. It's kind of a cool thing. Cool that it, that it's still going on. Other teams are involved in it. It's a nice thing for the NFL. There's a lot of bad things in the NFL yeah. too. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, those ones are easy to find. That's one. That's so. That's one good thing. <laughs> I'll say that one good thing. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Here's something. This comes from a fan who is a jackass. So this, uh, well, Aaron Duran's Buffalo Bills. Number one in the AFC East, you mean? <laughs> We're taking on the Detroit Lions. That was our in- Buffalo Bills. It is our Buffalo Bills. Our- your Buffalo Bills, Greg. Your Not my Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Your <laughs> Buffalo Bills. That's right. <laughs> We're taking on the... I shouldn't be bragging, otherwise I'll curse myself. That's true. That's the rule. I can't be happy about them winning. Well, they were taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit, and during the game, there were a couple of odd instances where uh, Kyle Orton, the quarterback for the, uh, quarterback for the, for the Buffalo Bills, 
was seen complaining to officials after he threw an incomplete pass and he was pointing at his face. And then also there was a field goal that ended up getting botched. And the holder, who was supposed to hold the ball, was actually complaining to the officials. Turns out what was happening was somebody was shining a green laser into their eyes while they were getting ready to snap the ball. Keep it classy, Detroit. Going to play. Jesus. Yeah. Now, normally you would think a jackass like that would do it, might even get away with it, although they probably could still maybe figure out generally who it was. But no, this jackass decided to post on Twitter what he was doing, <laughs> which of course is illegal. He posted, you see a green light on any of the Bills players, just laugh because it's me. Then followed that up, got Kyle Orton complained to the ref when I got him with the laser. This was a guy by the name of Marco Beslock. Genius. And Marco then since, of course, deleted his Twitter account. But sure. here's the thing about Twitter. It's out there forever. It's something called the internet. Forever. And everybody has exactly what he tweeted. He also deleted his Facebook account. <laughs> There's already a push on. that. Like, they have to actually prove that it was him. Although I don't think it'll be too hard since he admitted all these things. Well, I mean, right? if he has it in writing, there's really he nothing. He has it in writing. Yeah. And there's already being a, a big push on Facebook by fans from all over the NFL to have him banned from any NFL game ever for forever so that he can't come back in. you got to be careful, man. Detroit can't afford to lose more fans. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Well, this guy was a giant jackass and pointed, yes, a laser into their eyes while they were playing. And his team still lost. Yeah. So there was that. Moving on to ball talk. A couple of extra things here that we have. I'll have to bring this up. Over the course of the weekend, there were a few upsets in the world of college football. Oh. I will say this. It's duck season. It, <laughs> uh, five, let's see, one, two, three, four out of the top six schools in the rankings were all upset. Starting with number two, Oregon, who lost to Arizona. Well, they were number two. That was on the Thursday night's game. Saturday, Alabama, which would have presumably moved up to the number two spot, lost to Ole Miss. Texas A&M lost to Mississippi State. Oklahoma lost to Texas Christian. Those were four of the the other three of the top six schools that all lost. Huge day. It hasn't happened in like 20 years or something like that since since that many upsets happened in the same day. Uh, With that, the Ole Miss one, I will say this. Their celebration was kind of interesting. So they stormed the field because beating Alabama is a huge thing. Mm. And they tore down the goalposts and hauled hauled the goalposts off around campus. Now... You would think this is the dumbest thing ever. These idiots were taking pictures along the way, documenting it as they carried it through, and then brought it back and somehow got it into someone's apartment. I don't even know how. That's one of the mysteries is the physically how they physically got it into the apartment. Like they were starting to take it apart, but nobody really knows how that worked. But this guy posted it, and you would think like, okay, well they're getting in big trouble for that. Well, no. Instead, the athletic director of Mississippi posted. Hey, save some of that goalpost for me and Coach uh, Hugh Freeze. And then posted after that, be careful cutting it or we can help you be safe and cut it up for you. So they basically stole the goalpost and then were endorsed for doing such by the athletic director of Mississippi. Whatever. Football's law there. It is law. Football is life. Mm -hmm. It is is life. So there we go. I've got to do it. I don't want your life. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when that happened at Oregon State, they did it. When we beat Stanford one year, and that's when Oregon State really sucked. I was going to school there. And they knocked off Stanford, and they tore the goalpost down, and then some girl got hit in the head, and they, like, chopped it up. It was, like, a huge investigation. I think people got in real trouble for it. Mississippi, they endorse it. So there you go. 
Moving on to ball talk. Just got a couple of stories left. This is technically an athletic competition because that's what they call it. And it happened in Toronto where the fifth annual World Poutine Eating Championships took place. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. Poutine sounds so good. Wow, that sounds amazing. World Poutine Eating Championship. Took place in Toronto, and here's the deal. The winner was not Canadian. Was oh. not Canadian. It was, in fact, an American. That's right. America. America. Fuck Suck yeah. it, Canada. Won the competition. So this guy ended up eating... Well, I mean... Let's see. Uh, oh, and Joey Chestnut was in it as well. Oh, Joey. How did he do? Joey got number two. Okay, well, Joey they weren't ate, hot dogs, so that makes sense. Joey ate nearly 12 pounds of poutine in 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Oh, the winner, Matt Stoney from San Jose, California, which I think that's where Joey Chestnut's from, too, won the competition eating almost 15 pounds in 10 minutes. Wow. 15 pounds of poutine. 15 pounds. That is a lot of poutine. That is a lot of poutine. Yeah. I mean, I like poutine. It's good. But 15 pounds, no. I don't think I could physically fit it in. Even if I wanted to. I don't think I could... I don't think I could put that much in me. That's almost like two babies of poutine. It is. Yeah. You have two poutine babies. Right. All mashed up. Oh, you guys would compare poutine It'd be like if Sarah had twins made of poutine. Will you stop it? Don't be gross. And then you ate them. Gravy fry mashed... Yep, babies sitting there in your stomach. Two of them. Uh, Imagine what that is going to do to... Oh, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near that guy for the next 72 hours. No, no, no. 72 hours, you'd have to be in a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, There we go. All right, finally in ball talk. (laughs) We've got this. This has to do with some Major League Baseball playoffs. And in particular, the Kansas City Royals. So the Kansas City Royals... It's been 29 years since they were in the playoffs before. That was the last time they were in there. And they have just moved on to the American League Championship because not only did they win the one-game playoff against the Oakland A's to get in there, they also swept the Detroit Tigers moving on into the uh, American League Championship. They won four straight playoff games after a 29-year drought. And it's kind of cool what they did. So the Kansas City Royals, after they... They uh, got back into town, into Kansas City after winning that. They posted, one of the guys actually posted, uh, Eric Hosmer, who is one of the players for Kansas City, posted, Hey, we love uh, KC. You guys showed us so much love all year. We're returning the favor for you guys tonight at McFadden's KC. See you all there. So they posted the bar that they were all going to go to. They showed up at the bar. And not only that, this guy, uh, Hosmer, who uh, had had a big home run during it, put down his personal credit card at the bar to buy all the drinks for an hour. It was open bar for an hour Ooh, all on him. Holy crap. Which I'm sure was, I mean, you know, he makes millions of dollars. But still, that's, uh, I bet he racked up quite a bit of a charge. And they, just, they don't have posted how much it is he racked up yet. But I'm going to guess 40 grand. Yeah, oh, yeah in that range. That in a big club with open bar for that entire time. Uh, Greg, before I, I just want to tell you this now before you get emails after people are listening to the show. Uh, they're saying they swept the eight. They oh, swept both, the you're right. They swept the Angels. My bad. My mm. bad. Mm. You're absolutely right. They swept the Angels. Baltimore swept the Tigers. I did. I have them mixed up. I stand corrected. No, I just want to let no, you know no, they didn't get right. a billion emails. No, and thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for that. Yes, you're right. I was reading two stories at once. They beat the Angels. I don't follow a lot of baseball. Anyway, there is that. And finally, with that... In honor of them sweeping the oh. angels. Oh. 
2014 Royals playoff song. boring song I've ever heard. Yeah. It's going, it's doing the same thing again. Pull out the what? Pull out the poo? I'm honestly not sure. Plus, your song shouldn't include the line about bragging. It's been 29 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best way to do it. You you say let's go again when you're like on three peating. <clears throat> it's only been twenty nine years. Well it's not like they won years. the World Series twenty nine years ago. They just won a, they hosted a playoff game. <laughs> that's that's really all it was. Good times. Right. There we go. Kansas City Royals. Moving I feel on. like the Cleveland Indians, nineteen thirty three. Right, yeah. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Balls. Balls. By the way, I have no idea if that 1933 is correct. I'm just guessing from Major League. It's probably. (laughs) That's probably right. I mean, it's somewhere in there. Works for me. Even Indians World Series. We'll see. When was it? Uh, 1948. All right. You were close. Okay. You were close. 1948. That is the last time they won. Yeah. I don't know if the Royals have ever won. And again, now some baseball person is going to be very upset. Goddamn yeah. God 1985. Never mind. They did win it. They did win it in 85. There you well, go. my baseball facts are terrible today. Nah. I will fully You're admit blowing that. It. Nobody cares. I'm baseball. messing. I know. That's the thing. That's really what it gets <laughs> it down matter. to. I mean. Yeah, baseball is one of those things where you uh, people either really, really, really care or don't care at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the playoffs are fun. I, I, it's, it's fun yeah. times. Maybe now I'll pay attention. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have a couple birthdays today that we need to do. Oh. Uh, first up, of course, Samir. It's Samir's birthday. Ah, Samir. So we want to give a very happy birthday to my fellow Libran, Samir. Happy birthday, buddy. Hope to see you at the next listener party. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Libran? Is that ha- is that the right way to say that? Fellow yeah, my fellow Libran. Libran. Yeah. Wouldn't you think so, Aaron? Libras, Libran? Yeah, yeah probably. Libras, Libran. Also, a big... Uh, let's see. So I think he was on Friday. Want to give a big happy birthday? Did we do Ryan? I don't think we did. Mm, I I don't think we did. So Ryan, even if we did, you're so awesome. You deserve a second one. So Ryan, happy happy birthday, buddy! Happy birthday, sir! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Hot damn right! Happy birthday to John's brother! Happy birthday to you! You didn't say his name, dude. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Oh, okay, and finally there's one more. Happy birthday week to me. Happy birthday oh, to yeah. you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right, you used it up, so there will be no birthday on the No, this day. was part of my gift to her, so she gets it. That was. The... He told me. That's what it said on the specific instructions on the T-shirt. Right, yeah. we, we have one more. I hate to do it. We do have one we more. Do... Okay. We have to say this. We have to say happy birthday to Dallas. Dallas Butternubs. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Dallas Butternubs. It is Dallas's birthday. Him and Christy are just like the cutest thing. They are. Happy birthday. How can you not love somebody whose last name is Butternubs? <laughs> Even though it probably it's not. But <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. All right. There we go. All right. If anybody's looking for birthday presents, Sarah, I'll say this. Next Adventure has sleeping bags for 60% off. Ooh, I need to... I don't have a sleeping bag, actually. You actually do. That'd be a a good present for Thursday on your actual birthday if somebody wanted to buy you something. Uh, So nextadventure.net, our fine sponsor here in Portland, located on Stark and Grand. Yeah, they've got super deals on everything. It's I love that. Place I know, so much. Greg. You get so excited, like you'll so start talking over your like, and then there's this, and then oh my god, you're look, like looking at there's all the sixty percent off sleeping bags, and then sixty percent off backpacks, and sixty percent off Sierra designs. Because mm-hmm. right now is the time to get all that stuff because they're getting rid of summer, a lot of summer gear, getting ready for the winter. Uh, Keelan wants to know if they also have water filters. They do have water filters. I actually <laughs> got a water filter there myself and used it over the summer when I was in Alaska, and it worked very well. Filters oh, wow. out all kinds of things. They have different kinds you can take a look at, and that's all at Next Adventure. If you go there to the store. It's on the second floor, right when you get to the top of the stairs. That's where the water filters That's are. That's good. You can also we'll order online at nextadventure.net. So do that. Let us know if you pick up anything from Next Adventure. They are awesome. Yeah. Aaron, have so much fun in New York. I will. Well, I uh, still got one more show tonight. I was going to ask, what's, yeah. the, what's the theme for tonight? Tonight, it's one of my favorite horror films of all time. It's always in my top ten. I've been playing the complete score to Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was playing back some of it this morning, kind of refreshing myself, and Jen walked by, and she's like, I forgot how creepy some of this music is, this movie. I was like, yeah, I know. Oh, that movie With is With the so distorted creepy. children's choir. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Nice. Yeah. So that's 5.30 live on the network. Uh, drive time to drive in Poltergeist. Oh, awesome. man. See, Aaron's working all the way up till he has to leave. Yeah, there won't be one next hustling. week. That one I won't do. Yeah. I but. thought about pre-recording one, but then I changed my mind. Yeah. Well, then almost always has something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's at 5.30 that so right awesome. here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes. And yeah, good luck and have so much fun. Thanks, I will. Oh, I'll, maybe you... I'll try and call into the Skype, the network or whatever later. Please do. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'd love that. I'll wait till I'm drunk. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, you ha- n- clearly. Yeah, that's what I'll call. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Give I mean, your real day. birthday's coming up. I can't miss that either. <gasps> Thank you for my that's shirt. That's two celebrations. That's too many. <laughs> that's too, too many. Uh, too no many. birthday celebrations for me. Uh, don't forget to pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party, funemploymentradio.com. Go there, and you can uh, click there. Get your tickets now. They are selling. So get your tickets. Funemploymentradio.com. Five-year anniversary party, November 14th. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.